Hey guys, and welcome back to the eighth episode of the Three Stooges NBA Show podcast. John is unavailable today, so we're going to do the all-time point guards list with Tyler. You can say hi. Hello. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, yeah, so John is unavailable. So, I mean, thank you guys for watching it on uh, all platforms. We're on Apple Music now. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, who do you guys have at number one? I got Magic Johnson. We are. Yeah, Magic. Yep, I got Magic Johnson number one. I mean, he's just really good for the or well, was really good for the Lakers, and now he's a big part of the franchise. Yeah, I put him at number one because of the way he can pass and spread the floor, and his passing abilities were just incredible and above everyone else's in the league at that time. Mm-hmm. And when he would drive to the basket, he wouldn't even look to score. He was a pass first player, which was good too. So. Yeah, his, that's why I listed him at number one. Yeah, I think he was a very entertaining player as well because he had a lot of like flashy passes and stuff. Yeah, he was pretty entertaining to me. Yeah, like watching his highlights and stuff. Nazim, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, his like uh, accolades speak for himself: twelve-time All-Star, four-time Assist Champion, two-time Steel Champion, five-time NBA Champion, ten-time All-NBA. He was a All-Rookie Team. Two-time uh, All-Star MVP, three-time Finals MVP, three-time MVP, averaging 19 and 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredible player. I mean, his career it was ended short because he got HIV. Yeah. We're sad to see him go. I mean, he could have been really, really high up on – well, he's high up on all-time lists, but I feel like he could have been, like, even top five if, yeah. you know. You know, his I mean, didn't get under two. Do you think? Yeah. What do you think, Tyler? You think he could have got top five? All time, like as of. Yeah, like, if his career didn't get cut short. Yeah, he could be up there. Yeah. And if we were to compare him to today's NBA, I still think he would average. What did you say in a scene, nineteen and eleven? I still think he'd average around there, even if he played today. Yeah, because he was a big playmaker, and I feel like that's what today's NBA is lacking yeah, and, a lot. And he was he was more tall, like he was taller than most point guards at that time, right? Yeah, he was like um, he's. Or was he, was he six seven, six eight? I think he was six nine. Six nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, six nine. Yeah, that's big. He was basically Ben Simmons, but he's got a three. No, not really. I mean, better he than Ben Simmons. It. If he was he wide open, it, but not that good. Yeah, if he was wide open, he would make it. Yeah. But uh, talking about shooting, I'm at number two. I have Steph Curry. Um, wow. Who do you have? I have John Stockton. At two. At two. Ooh, I have Curry. Oh, I, I got Curry too. Yeah, I think that he's just really good for the Warriors, obviously. And it sucked that he got a hand injury this year. Because I'm not a big Warriors supporter, but I like to watch Curry. Uh, I think he's pretty entertaining. Uh, what do you guys think about the whole argument that he's the best shooter of all time? You think he is? Or he, he is the best shooter of all time. Yeah, I think that too. I, I think it's no debate. I do time. agree. I do agree with he's the best shooter of all time because... Before he came into the league, it wasn't really a shoot first league. It was, it was just more of um trying to make the best plays. But before and then when he came into the league, and then he started to show off his shooting. That's when players started to look around and they're like, you know, 
what are we doing? And then yeah. team started to get more shooters, started to learn how to shoot. And then eventually, I'm not saying the league is a three-point only league. I'm just saying that's what it's more of today. Yeah, he's really revolutionized it to the point where centers are developing a three-point shot and it's getting scary. Because mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. like a true center, like uh, let's say Drummond, and you mm-hmm. add a three-point shot to your game, that's scary. That's insane. Or for I example, mean, for example, Brooke Lopez. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. For example, he's a true big man, which Very he also has a nice side shot. And it's also developed uh, stretch force in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you were to, if you were to put it that way, like let's say shooting was like a thing back in like the eighties and stuff, and like that's when Shaq came around. Imagine Shaq, Shaq can shoot and like still do what he does. Like that'd be insane. He'd be like top three all time. Yeah. But I definitely I put John Stockton as two. I just oh, put yeah. John Stockton as two because his passing abilities too, just like um Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and his percentages were pretty. Pretty decent, I guess. Uh, 52% from the field, 38 from three. But again, you have to put into perspective that Curry was shooting way more than 38% from the three. But then again, Stockton wasn't a shoot first player. He was yeah. more. He was more of a uh, pass first player. And as I'm looking at right now, his uh, rookie season in 84 to 85 averaged seven point or six points, and then. What was it? Three years later, he started averaging almost eighteen. So you also have to look into perspective on how good he, he um, passes. Team. Yeah, no, 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 no. Points, points. It went oh. from six points a game to eighteen points a game. And you have to also put into perspective how hard he hit the team, meaning, you know, how he came in and started to help the team right away with winning. Yeah, I feel like his playmaking really, really thrived because of Carl Malone. Uh, mm-hmm. he he was the main scorer on that team, and John Stockton mm-hmm. was the main distributor. I think that's what we're seeing a little bit of in the today's NBA with Lonzo and Zion kind of thing. I think that's similar. Not mm-hmm. as good as John Stockton and Carmelo yet, but could be, you know? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, and John Stockton. Yeah, you could talk. John Stockton has six out of his uh, 18 seasons. He has six seasons where he's played 82 games, too, which is pretty consistent, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 not six. Almost 10, I think. 10 or 11 seasons with 82 games played, which is pretty good. Wow. Yeah, I feel like today's NBA is soft in the way of, like, load management. I don't think that's a good thing. I, I think that's just an excuse not to play. Um, yeah. I don't think it should be a thing, personally. What do you think, Nashim, about John Stockton? Uh. I have him number three on my list, right behind Curry. Oh no, I don't actually. I have him at four. Yeah, yeah. I have Oscar Robertson at three. Yeah, bringing us to number three. I have Oscar Robertson just because, like, he was—he's like a back then Westbrook. He was just really, really like triple double season. Um, I mean, he had like, uh, his career stats are twenty six. Eight and ten. That's the really good for career stats. I mean, personally, I think like Westbrook is skill wise is better than Oscar Robertson. He doesn't make my top ten, but like, I mean, maybe when his career finishes, he will. Yeah. But I feel like Oscar Robertson. The reason why he's like known as a really good player is because of that one triple double season. Yeah, but Westbrook he... isn't known as that. Oh yeah, true. I mean, Westbrook had a few, right? Hasn't he had a few triple-double seasons? He had three. 
Yes, sir, ready. And he's still, what, like 30 years old? 29? Around there? Something like that. Yeah. But uh, bringing me to number four, we already talked about him. I have John Stockton. Who do you, uh, Tyler, oh, actually, my bad. Tyler, who do you have at three? I have Oscar Robertson at three. Oh, okay, yeah. When you play 13 seasons in the NBA and you're a 12-time All-Star, I don't know. I put that, you know. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12-time All-Star. You almost made it every All year. Mm-hmm. And when you come in, when mm-hmm. you come in averaging, you know, 26 points, 10 rebounds, eight re- – I mean, I mean, 10 assists, eight rebounds. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's just insane. Yeah, no, very, very, very good stats for – Oscar Robertson. Uh, who do you guys have at four? I have John Stockton, which we already talked Same about. Same have John Stockton. Tyler, who do you got Nash. You got Nash. You don't have Curry in the top four? I do not. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Because I have Nash at five. I have Nash at six. Uh, I think Nash on that Suns team was a perfect fit for him. But also when he went to the Lakers, how many chips did he win there? Like uh, in L. A. Yeah, in L. A. He didn't. You're right. You're right. That was that team with like Dwight and stuff. They were projected to be really, really good. With like okay, they were projected to be good, but I'm I'm putting it out there that Dwight innocently messed it up. He was coming in. He 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 was coming in. You know, thinking, oh my God, this is gonna be you know. Chip season, chip, you know, you're going to go to the chip, you're going to win it and all. Because you got Kobe, you got Nash, just got Nash and whatever. Mm-hmm. But him, him and Nash, I don't think really had problems. It was him and Kobe, which yeah. really did not get along. So that's why I think, you know, that did not mix well. Yeah, because Dwight at that time was used to being the star player. But we obviously know that that Lakers team star player was Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't arguable, really. And you have to remember, when he arrived in L.A., he was almost 40 years old. You have to put that into perspective. And the season before that, before he departed to L.A., he was only he was averaging good numbers, too. 13 points, 11 assists. Those are good numbers for a 37-year-old, not in his prime anymore. 37-year-old you know I mean? in Nash, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, prime Nash was... About 30 years old, you know, averaging 19 and 11. I mean, that's prime. Prime Nash is a two-time MVP. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel mean, like... Five-time five assist champion. Sorry, you can go. I feel like when a lot of, like, people that only really watch... Or not watch, but only really know the modern NBA, when they compare, like, age, I feel like they base it a lot off LeBron. But LeBron, like, as people say, obviously, he never ages. Which is kind of true, you know. He's been in his prime for so long. And I believe that he still is in his prime, right? But I feel like you can't compare every good player of all time to LeBron's prime. You know what I mean? Like his age. I feel LeBron is still kind of in his prime. Yeah, no, sure. players around him make him in his prime, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you got distributors. It's more the players around him that help him be in his prime. Because, look, listen, for example... Two years ago, uh, three years ago, three years ago when he, his last year in Cleveland, right? Yeah. He had no help. They had they had Kevin Love as their second option, right? Mm-hmm. He was playing amazing basketball. He was playing amazing basketball, right? And he's yeah. crying, whatever. Got to the finals, lost in four. Simple. 
departs to LA the next year, has no help. He depends on his young core. They didn't provide what he needed. Again, everyone expected him to MVP. Everyone expected him to make the playoffs. No. Because the young core didn't mix well with the way he wanted to play. Yeah, he, he came needs into experienced LA. players. He, he, he came into L.A. wanting this one out, wanting this one out, and evidently got Anthony Davis out of the whole entire thing. Anthony Davis arrives. There are 50-plus one team. That's just how it works. That's how him and other superstars work. He I was feel in like... Cleveland with Kyrie. They were 45-win-plus uh, team. Got to the finals, 1-7. That's yeah. how LeBron works. I feel like LeBron needs a partner, which was Kyrie for him back then and AD now, and vets on his team, which he has vets on the Lakers. Be sure of that. I feel when he's alone, he feels he feels like he needs to be the guy. He, need, he Of course, he's always going to be the number one option, but he feels he is the only option. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that puts a when lot of pressure alone, on him and his ball. When he is alone, the ball goes to him. Not necessarily. What do you mean? Because he he aver- he still averages ten assists. Man, yeah, no, Bron's one no, of the best playmaking. Uh, no, I understand that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, he he needs to be the option to score late game. No doubt about it. Am I right? Yeah, hundred percent. Late game. Late game. It is LeBron's show. No one come near him. It is his show. Late game. Yeah. Uh. What do you guys think about I have Isaiah Thomas at five? I personally loved that Pistons system. I also have Isaiah Thomas at five. Yeah, I know they were dirty, whatever, right? But that's just fun to watch. That's just good basketball, you know what I mean? I mean, definitely. It's good basketball until someone gets really, like, really, really hurt. Yeah, but, I mean, Isaiah Thomas was just so good for that team. I feel like a big, like, hitter for him mentally was not making the dream team because nobody wanted him on the team. Because you know that they recruited him, and then all the players that like, complained, like Larry Bird, like all of them just complained. They were like, I don't mm-hmm. want this guy on the team. Obviously, because of what the Pistons were back then, I wouldn't have either. But I feel like that took a big hit on him mentally. That, like nobody, you know, respected him almost. I mean, that, that Pistons team had little to no respect from anybody other than, like, its fans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nassim, what do you think about that? Who, what do you have, Isaiah Thomas? Uh, I have Steve Nash, five, Isaiah Thomas, six. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is just like, he beat Jordan in the finals. Or no, mm-hmm. semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. Uh, semifinals. semifinals. Yeah, he didn't let he And didn't when let you MJ play in a league 13 finals. times and 12 out of 13 times, you're an all-star again. I mean, Jesus. He and a two-time MVP. MVP. And just, uh, I mean, he had, a, he had an amazing career. So I can mm-hmm. say that. And he was actually a coach for a bit, right? Pretty sure yes. he was a coach, right? For the Pacers and the Knicks, I'm pretty sure, for a little bit. Um, I mean, two-time NBA champion, NBA Finals MVP, 12-time NBA All-Star, two-time NBA All-Star MVP. Pretty, he, he played a short career, though, 12 years. It's pretty... It's short, short, but I feel like back then it wasn't considered, like, as short as it is today. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, now you have Vince Carter who's been playing for, like, what, 20-something oh years? He's been playing for a lot. But, like, also bringing up Vince Carter, I feel like it's sad that his last game, he didn't even know it was his last game. Like, I don't know. 
This is sad. I can't believe they didn't have him in the All Star game, but they had Dirk and uh, Wade. For yeah, why didn't they have game. him as like a farewell player? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they had something else in mind they were gonna do, but then this all happened, and they weren't they they weren't expecting all this like no one else was. Yeah. What do you? I think, mean, maybe. Uh, maybe like what? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they had in mind, but I'm sure they had something in mind. I mean, he's been. He's been a figure of the NBA for so long, especially in Toronto. He made Toronto basketball relevant. He went to that city mm-hmm. outside of the U.S. and made it relevant in the U.S. And that's something probably very, you know, very little people can do. Not yeah. a lot of people can do that. I also feel like, going off topic, but NBA All-Star Weekend, I feel like needs to change up a bit. Because I feel like people don't watch the skills challenge and even the three-point challenge a lot. Uh, I feel so like I, the the least watched challenge is like you you said probably the skills challenge. Yeah, I feel like they gotta change. I some mean, stuff the intensity is good. Yeah. Like, towards the end when he gets like the intensity, that's about it though. Yeah, I feel like they definitely have to keep the dunk contest and the All Star game, but they gotta add a few more events or at least take some. I mean, of I would the keep the three, I would keep the three-point contest as well. I mean, that's fun to watch too, but. Again, that's cool. personal preference. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like they have to keep like, the dunk contest if they're doing it. Yeah, I think a cool thing that can add for All Star Weekend is like a one v one tournament. I feel like that'd be amazing. That'd be, be cool, cool too. But like, and I feel like a yeah. lot of people would watch it as well. Yeah, I'd probably watch that if that was a thing. I feel like you could just get like the best players from around the league or all the you players know that are in the All Star game. What? You know, it'd be crazy if the players, like, not saying they don't try, but really try. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be insane. I feel like a main problem with LeBron, I, I personally love LeBron. But I feel like the main problem with him is people say playoff LeBron. He should always be playing, like, you know, at his best, you know? I mean, I feel like he could win so many more games. Yeah. You think he could? I mean, yeah and no. Um, it's hard because you can, you, when you watch him, you can tell when he's turning up the jets or when he's just slacking. Like you can, it like, you know, no, when you watch him, you're not blind. Like you can literally see when he's trying, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, well, that's getting off topic. Uh, at number, uh, what is this now? We're at number seven. I have Chris Paul. I don't know who you guys have. Yeah, I have CP3. He's just been a I great... got Gary Payton. Ooh, I got Gary Payton at 10. I got two people over him. Wait, so you but... still don't have Curry on your list? I mean, I have him, but he's just... He's low. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, I feel like is just really, really... He, he was good on the Rockets, but I feel like he was also causing problems. But that could have also been the media over-draining it, you know? Um... But I feel like he's really doing wonders for the clip or not the Clippers, the um, OKC Thunder right now. Uh, obviously him on that Clippers team was just. I wish they would have stayed there longer because that was so entertaining to me. Like, personally, I'm a big fan of dunks. Like, I think dunks are really entertaining. So I mean, Lob City, that was just perfect. That was just perfect. You know? I feel like his, he was best on uh, the Pelicans. 
he was really good with the Pelicans too. But you gotta also know that that's his early career too. I feel like his yeah, career but I feel like was, was at his best. Yeah, I feel like his uh career was wasted away at the Rockets. What do you guys think? No. I don't feel it was wasted. I just feel it could have been not to his potential. Better. Not to his potential. No, no, he played good there. I just feel it could have been no, no, handled better. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not saying him. I'm saying the team. It they never did anything in the playoffs. They did though. That's the thing. They they did. They did a lot in the playoffs. They they brought the Warriors. They brought a healthy Warriors to the game seven. Okay. You, they, 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 they were expected to maybe lose in four, maybe in five. They brought them to seven. They made a run for their money. They were off that whole entire night. Uh, shot a lot of threes, missed most of the threes, way more than expected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had Harden going off every single game. You had CP3 handling the ball well, looking for passes and everything during that playoff. I, when I was watching that playoff, what was it, two, three years ago? I, really was hoping for them to get to the finals and for Chris Paul to finally uh, win his ring. That's why I have him low on my list because, you know, he was never able to pull it out of the, uh, pull it out of the bag and win a chip. And I feel like he could have been a player to do that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just personal preference again. What do you guys think on this statement? I don't think that uh, uh, James Harden handles pressure well. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I don't think he shoots. Sometimes yeah. he shoots from the three-pointer like 0 for 11 or 0 for 14 or whatever. Harden really needs to pick up his game in the playoffs. I'm not saying he's terrible in the playoffs, but he definitely needs to pick it up. He just doesn't – there's a lot of players that just don't do well under pressure, and he's if, 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 one of them. If Chris Paul was healthy on that game seven, like you guys were saying, like two years ago, I think it was, I, I think they would have won because I bet CPC would have got their head in the game. Mm-hmm. But he just wasn't there because he was injured. Yeah. I also feel like we've talked about this in previous episodes, but Tyler, I want to see your take on this. I feel like... On James Harden? No, no, no. Uh, the Rockets. I feel like... Big, that Rockets team or the Rockets now? No, the Rockets now. The big whoopsie for them was trading away Clint Capella. What do you think? The thing is, when they traded Clint Capella, they were they were banking on playing small ball. And surprisingly, it worked for a little bit. And then teams started to realize... Wait a minute. We got seven foot plus players yeah. that you know we can destroy them with. Yeah. So then they started playing. The other team started playing big, and they had no bigs. What they have? Tyson Chandler is their one big. And what yeah, is and he? They didn't, start they didn't even start him. No, they started like um, what's his name? Eric Gordon or um, PJ Tucker. Tucker. PJ Tucker. Yeah, they started him at the at the five. You can't you can't put a, a six seven player. At, and especially six eleven pluses, you know what yeah, I mean. Especially in today's NBA, small ball don't fly because every I feel like I think every center on every team except like the Rockets and maybe the Warriors are like six ten plus, mm-hmm. right? Because the Warriors I don't think have a big center, right? Who do they got? Willie Cauley Stein or do they still not have one of the They traded Willie Cauley Stein, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, the Warriors. What do you guys think about the uh, Andrew Wiggins trade? You like it? Don't like it? I like it. I like it for the Pistons. Uh, not the Pistons. Uh, for the Timberwolves. I feel, I feel like it was a loss for the Warriors. Yeah, same here. Just because D'Lo could have been playing that too, 
Curry at the one, Clay at the three, Draymond at the four, and then you got a big at the five. I mean, that could have been a deep a playoff team. team, maybe yeah. not a championship caliber team, but it would have it would it would have went deep in the playoffs. And yeah. but 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 it was expected for him to go there mm-hmm. to the to the Timberwolves because of Cat. And that yeah. team that team is not going to be a playoff team. Maybe a ten seed, nine seed. And I feel if if any Wolves fans are listening right now. I feel Josh Kogi, Josh Kogi, Kogi. I don't know how to say his name. Josh Kogi, a first for Devin Booker. That would be the dream right there. That's a playoff team, not a they deep have, playoff team, but that's the start of a playoff team. That would be in, in Minnesota. Three best friends playing together. They know how. They 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 definitely know how to play together. Yeah. Like in general, they know how to play together. And yeah, I feel I feel like if any Wolves fans are listening again, I feel like that would be the the move of a lifetime. Like, that would be great. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Devin Booker should honestly demand a trade. I, I think that he should do that. But uh, just to get out of that strong okay, franchise. Okay, you got you to gotta put it into perspective. He got himself into that situation. Am I right? He signed the max extension or the max deal, whatever you want to call it. He put yeah. himself in that position in Phoenix. He did that to himself. Yeah, but he should still demand a trade because if I watched my best friend – like, if you're in a three-man friend group, right? I watch my best friend go with my other best friend on another team. I want to go with them, right? That that would be mm-hmm. such a sick thing. And I feel like, as you said, they have so much chemistry, right? So they're mm-hmm. already going to be so good with Cat being one of the best players in the league, D'Lo being one of the best players in the league, Devin Booker being one of the best players in the league. And you still have surrounding pieces. And, by the way, did you see what D'Lo did in Brooklyn last year? Yeah. He brought them to the playoffs, and that was the biggest thing in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. All created by pretty much 